this is Daylight and Moonshine with me, not the stereotypical G. And today's topic will be stereotypes. We're talking about stereotypes. And today I have with me a good friend, my boy Ray, is going to do the episode with me. He's got a lot of good insight. Uh, we've had a lot of deep, deep conversations. And um, yeah, stick with us. It's going to be a good episode. Hang tight. Welcome back to the damn podcast, y'all. Episode 34. And like I said, today we're talking about stereotypes and hopefully we can stay on the air after this episode. Because <laughs> it can be quite a sensitive subject. And uh, like I mentioned before, I got my boy Ray with me and he's going to he's gonna share his insight on this topic. And um, I'm sure he has a lot to say and I, I do too. Uh, but once again, these these type of discussions need to happen. Hopefully, somebody is uh, listening to this or will listen to this and uh, be enlightened on a very interesting perspective. Because we are two black men in America, and not to make it a black or white or Latin or Asian thing, um, it's simply a a thing, and it's a thing that needs to be discussed. So we're going to go all the way across the board. So, Ray, what's good with it, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Welcome to the damn podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've been following you for a minute, man. I like your topics. I like your format and everything. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we're across paths one day. Like you say, at, at the gig, we sit up and have conversations, you know, and very intellectual conversations, which is rare to come across somebody, you know, who can, who you can talk to and relate to on that level. So once Absolutely. you came up with this concept, I'm like, you know what, that, that's what's up. I'd like to definitely be a part of that and add my little two cents. Definitely. Yeah. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs> yeah. We, we had the opportunity to uh, work together. So, you know, in our industry, there's a ton of us and oh, it's, yeah. and it's rare when you can work just one-on-one. So we have something we do in the wintertime where it's, one-on-one and uh right. th that's when we we really got to know each other stuck in a in a in the same spot for uh shit <laughs> between eight eight plus hours yeah, yeah. Eight to 16 hours <laughs> right <I'm> like, man. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you really get to know somebody but it was a pleasant surprise honestly getting to know you because like you, you don't know anybody until you really sit down and talk to them absolutely 
And um, yeah, two things that we have in common we're quiet to ourselves, you know, right. R- reserve, vow. <laughs> we got the same type of temperament. Uh, but, you know, once you start talking to a person and you start getting to know them, it's it's a whole different world. And, and uh, right. it was it was definitely a pleasant surprise just getting to know this brother right here. And uh, uh, I don't know if you heard on the last not the last, but the episode before last that I did with Chris. Uh, shout out to uh, Chicago Made Apparel. Right. Uh, I did an episode with him and I said that him and you were the two that was on my list of people when I when this was in conception phase. Right, right. And I didn't even know what this was going to be. It didn't have a name. It didn't have a platform. It was just something I wanted to do. Right. And uh, it turned out to be this. But I was like, um, you were the two that was, you know, on the list. You know, there's there's quite a few people that was on the list. But as far as, you know, people that I. I work with and in that sense right. in the in the world and um you two were on the list and I'm like I couldn't wait and here I am reaching back because I definitely wanted to have some discussions and we already got this one and and hopefully another one set up. Right, exactly. It's funny you mentioned Chris because I actually went to high school with Chris, so I've known him on a on a on a deep level for a long period of time. Really? I didn't I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he uh he graduated in '94 from Proviso West. I graduated in '95, so yeah. Wow, yeah, for quite some time. I don't think he mentioned that, or maybe it just slipped past me. That's right, dope. Right. Okay. Yeah, small world. <laughs> small world, definitely a small world. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Chris. That's a a really good dude, man. That's a good yeah. dude right there. No wonder yeah. that that whole energy, that vibe was the same. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing with him. He to self reserved, you know, just right. you start talking to him. It's like, okay. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. One thing I can say about you, besides the fact that you travel your ass off, you got <laughs> you got that's my drug. That's my addiction right there. You know, that that's I, I that passport, that's my needle to inject in them veins right there. <laughs> this man has been all over, world traveler. Oh um, yeah. But besides that, like uh when I first really started getting into smoking cigars, you really kind of, you know, brought me in and um even gave me my first gorilla finger, which I, I truly appreciate. <laughs> he oh, showed wow. me, showed me his stash, how um told me about uh how you inf- infuse the cigars yourself and everything. It was it was right. It was something I didn't expect, but it was like a whole brand new world. I was just stepping into it. So I appreciate that from you. But right. give us some insight on who you are, what you got going on and uh, what, what your world is like. Well, I mean, I'm a simple laid back kind of guy. You know, it's nothing real flashy about me. You know, I'm a very spiritual person, to say the least. You know, I'm a very open minded person when it comes to the world. You know, I try not to be a follower. Um, I have a passion for traveling, like you said, cigars, guns, you know, typical man stuff. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, man, I'm I'm just a, a real chill guy. Once you get to know me, you know, and it's 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 great that we're talking this. We we're going over this topic of stereotypes, man, because I think having stereotypes towards people is what actually prevents you from getting to know them and truly understand who they are. And I mean because they're not as engaging as you would like them to be, or you would like them to be for you, to you, you know, that those are tools that a lot of people use to create stereotypes. Exactly. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah, I but agree. I, yeah, like I say, I mean, I'm college educated, man. You know what? I was I was uh, born in Illinois, raised in Alabama, went to Alabama State, studied radio and TV broadcasting. You know, nice. because I went to Alabama State, I I have the luxury of choosing to be neutral between Auburn and Alabama. So <laughs> obviously, I'm gonna go with Alabama Road Tide. You know, so. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm a I, I, I've lived in Chicago or lived in Illinois for like past 30 years but i'm a country boy at heart so a lot of my nice. ways are, are southern I'm a, I'm a country boy and i'm proud of it you know proud of it that is dope that's dope yeah. i spent time in alabama shout out to my family in alabama right now um i got still got cousins aunties and all types of people shout out to my auntie lisa she's probably <laughs> watching <laughs> yeah they never let you live it down if you don't make mention of it. <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, she's probably watching. Uh, but shout out to all my my people out there. Oddly enough, I spent uh, I, I spent a couple years in in my as my in my childhood in Alabama. Um, I was young though, third grade. I right. spent I spent the year down there, and we did a couple summers down there because my father lived down there. Right. So I, I get that not to the extent that you probably did, but I get the the love for that that country part of it. Right. That is is different. I tell people all the time. I think my time. I was born in San Diego, raised in Chicago, um, spent time in Alabama and and Virginia as an adult. Right. And I know for a fact, me spending time in all these different places kind of shape help shape and mold me to be a little different Absolutely. than a typical Chicagoan. Right. And exactly. I truly appreciate that. Yeah. So I, I get that. Yep. Definitely Wonderful. get that. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. Alabama, man. Yeah. <laughs> red dirt. Yeah. yeah, you know it. You know it. Walking, matter of fact, walking barefoot in the red dirt. You know, barefoot. That, that <laughs> yeah, was, man. That was my dad. My dad kept a pair of shoes with him just to walk in the stores with the shoes on and then exactly. to take them back off. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's some country shit right there. <laughs> but, but you know what? But at the end of the day, man, whether you were walking in the dirt or whether you were walking in the grass, man, it it, it truly gave you a it gave you some some sort of energy, man. You it's like you pull energy from the earth, literally, man. Yeah. You, you literally became one with the earth, man. And I mean it just did something to you, man. I would go down to Alabama every summer for summer vacation. I would leave as soon as we get out of school and I wouldn't come back until a week before school. And that's just what it was, man. I loved every minute of it being down in the country. I mean, going fishing, going hunting, all that good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a vibe. It's definitely yeah. a vibe. Right. That is dope. Okay. Let's slide into this topic here. Yeah, folks, uh, put your seatbelts on for this one. <laughs> About to hit a little bit of turbulence here. Yeah, a little bit of turbulence. You know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a little bit of turbulence, folks. Man, we all familiar with that sound. Yeah. Yeah, because um, there's there's no, you know, it gets a little uncomfortable talking about some of this stuff. But uh, I, I right. challenge myself to do and say uncomfortable things. Just right. to sort of spark the awareness, which I hate to I hate to bring it up, but uh, like with Kanye, you know, right? Perfect right. example. Whether you get him or you don't get him, whether he gets himself or not, who knows? But right, um, he makes statements 
that it it, it gets people talking, you know. Mm-hmm. And right. um, sometimes I I watch his interviews and it's like I totally get it. Right. But why don't you just say very specifically what you're trying to do? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, he ends up going off the rail sometimes, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like he'll just pull a pin out grenade and set it right there and, and, and walk away. And it's just like <laughs> you you could have easily expressed what you wanted to express exactly a little exactly. bit better. But I, I feel like it's for a reason. But uh, you know, I I look at that just like I said, it's even stuff like that, when you can pull something positive out of every situation, right? You know, I think that's what it's about. So, right, exactly. Hopefully, this conversation of stereotypes will pull something very positive um, around different households if this become uh, a real topic of conversation. Right. Okay, so I, I got a series of questions I want to ask you. Oh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, just Bring be. It all. Be 100 percent honest and uh right, you know, right. It is what it is. I'm cool with that. Okay. Do you do you feel like stereotypes are more cultural or ignorance? Um, I actually I, I think it's both. I mean, you know, ignorance is just not knowing, you know, or, or not taking that opportunity to know or find out. Like I say, coming from Alabama, one of the stereotypes of being a Southerner or, or being a country person is that you're slow. Yeah. You know, but again, we have University of Alabama right up in Tuscaloosa. You have Auburn University, as well as a host of yeah, Tuskegee University, mm-hmm. my, my alma mater, you know, Alabama State. So, for us to be perceived as slow, why do we have some of the top universities in the nation? Now, granted, you get an influx of, of people from all over the country, but ultimately, it's based in the country. So yeah. I think, you know, that's where the ignorance comes in. But I think culturally, you know, I think it's a bigger problem. I, I'll give you a couple of scenarios, a couple of stories. Okay. Um, I'm 46 years old. I'll I'll be 46 next month. Um, I got married back in 2012 and the marriage lasted for four years. But up until I was uh, up until I got married, I was dating, you know, throughout my 20s, my early 30s and whatnot. And a lot of a lot of times in the process of dating or getting to know someone, you know, I would have women ask. So are you single? Well, yeah, obviously, I'm because I'm dating. Okay, do you have any kids? No, I don't. I still don't have any kids, and I'll be 46. And the following question after that would be, was I gay? Mm. And the reason I took offense to that is because I'm a black male, not a bad-looking guy, I hope, you know, but... A black male, 20s, 30s, I don't have any kids. I'm not dating, you know, multiple women. Oh, and I don't have baby mamas. Yeah. So because that's my 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 profile, it's assumed that I'm gay. Yeah. But now let's flip it to where it was a white person. If 
it was a 20 to 30 year old white male, no kids, no baby mama, never married, you would automatically assume that, well, he's gone to college, he's in his career, he's, he's building this foundation for a family. Yeah. So, but it's so stereotypical to think that because I'm in a situation that either I don't have kids because something is medically wrong with me or I'm gay. Yeah. How about I just made a conscious effort to not have baby mamas all over the place? I made a conscious effort to know that if I did have children, I wanted them all to be by the same woman. That way my kids will be raised in the household together. Yeah. You know, it's 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 stereotypical to not assume or to assume that not every black man has been to college mm-hmm. versus you will assume that every white male has been to college. Yeah. So, like I say, you know, I, I just would take real offense to that. And I think culturally we do it to ourselves to stereotype each other, because if I come across, you know, a young lady, I'm not going to stereotype that well because she's a black woman and she's in this demographic that she's automatic she has multiple baby daddies or you know she lives at home with her mom or something like that so yeah i think that's culturally where the stereotypes come from definitely yeah wow yeah that's that's heavy already that's pretty heavy that's got me like yeah even thinking yeah right wow okay (laughs) (laughs) And that was this question one, folks. <laughs> <laughs> As they say, they, we're at a time now where you're going to have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's a good thing. Long term, that's a plus. Right. I think that's absolutely exactly. a plus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let me let me move on to the second question. Are there some stereotypes you're guilty of doing? slash having for others um yeah i I think we're all guilty to some degree of having stereotypes i mean i think one of my stereotypes is maybe looking at someone and just automatically assuming they're a certain type of way you know assuming that you know because you look a certain way you're bitter you're mean you're evil things like that but Again, I'm guilty of that because I haven't really put forth the effort and, you know, engaging that person. Like, like you said earlier, you know, we're, we're kind of reserved, so we yeah. aren't going to be the ones to really make that approach. But I think that's what causes me to be somewhat stereotypical is because I haven't taken the opportunity to get to know someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's basically, that's in a nutshell, that's what we, we kind of came up with uh, that's that's where it comes from, but that's that's what formulates that whole stereotype right. opinion. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. I think we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty yeah. I of mean, it. to 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 sit up to, here and say no, extent. I don't stereotype. Uh, it would be a lie. But I mean, again, you know, if, if if I see you and I don't know you, I'm just going to automatically assume, oh, well, this dude think he all that. You know, he, he think he a pretty boy and all this type of stuff. I mean, why when I haven't even so much as introduced myself to say, hey, my name is or shake your hand or whatever, you know, but already I done sized you up and built a profile off you. And, you know, I haven't even said one word to you. Yeah. And I, and I think, honestly, because I thought about this years ago, this topic in itself, 
years ago and I started to analyze it within my my own space. I, right. I do that a lot. I'll be in my own, I'll be making whole <laughs> movies in my head. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it is like, how do I feel about that? And um just talking because I have a a, a a large group of friends that are very diverse, you know. Right. And, and right. I choose to have that. And when I say friends, it's people I know, not necessarily, you know, super close right. to a lot of them, but just having conversations with them. They will people will say themselves, them, us, everybody will say themselves exactly. and and put themselves right into that stereotype. Yes, black people love chicken, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Most of them do. <laughs> Now, yeah. I'm a pescatarian. I have not eaten meat in six years. Okay. And I've already said several times, and I'm honest when I say, if I was to eat meat, it'll be some fried chicken. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yeah. so throw me right under that bus. But I mean, when I started to look at that, of course, you, you can't lump, you can't categorize an entire race. You can't categorize all men or all women, all anybody. Right. Right. But you can say when you look at certain groups, the majority of, you know, right. 75 right. to 80 plus percent of, right. of, you know, so is it true? You know, it's like, damn, do is like a lot of these stereotypes. Are they true? Like, do they hold? Right. Because my biggest issue with the whole thing is being put in that box and I don't belong there. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. That's my issue with it. Not the fact that it's it's there, but it's don't automatically put me there. And yet we, right. we, we do it the same. Like, once again, this is, this is a discussion to kind of. Right. Exactly. For, for us to figure it all out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, you hear so many numbers, you know, like you say, the percentages and, you know, all of that type of stuff. And it's like, well, man, you know what? When the when the percentage is that high it truly does make you question yourself as far as like, well, man, you know what? Do I really fall into that category? You know, because the percentage is so high, you may not necessarily fall into that category, but with somebody looking at the percentage being 60, 75% or better, that just fuels the narrative. It just gives them more ammunition to believe that, well, that's the majority because the, the percentage is so high, but you don't really take that 25% that's not in that majority into consideration to where exactly. maybe you just might come across that person who's, you know, yeah. not in that, that percentile. And you've already thrown them in there, you know, exactly. like, and that's, that's the part that we, we want to, we want to get like, that's the part we want to kind of put focus on. Right. Um, interesting. Okay. The third question, if you can get rid of one stereotype, forever <laughs> which one would it be <laughs> man you know what i i think to generalize it if i could get rid of negative stereotypes among about black people yeah because there are so many of them that are yeah. so false that are that are so fake untrue and it's like i just want to get rid of the negative perception of black people simply because we're black absolutely you know it it race it, it does who we are is not necessarily defined by us just being black i mean you know there, there's more to being black than just a color absolutely and i think if we can eliminate the negative 
the negative stereotypes associated with being black, then I think that would like get not just the world to see us for who we are, but it will get black people to actually see us for who we are because we tend to fall, we, we tend to believe a lot of the stereotypes and things that are placed upon us because it's what so many people believe about us that we, yeah. we start believing it about ourselves. Absolutely. I agree. You know, yeah. Society feeds it to us. Television feeds it to us. Every everything exactly. around us, you know, other races feed it to us. Right. You know, um, I believe I said this on a on an episode before. When there, there's been times where I could be dressed to the nines and, you know, like getting out of a, a nice luxury vehicle, I could right. literally have a wad of money, not saying I walk around like this, but right. I could literally have a wad of money in my hand. Right. And um, you see me getting out this luxury vehicle with a suit on and you still locking your doors when I walk past. Exactly. Clutching your purse. You're everything. still clutching your purse or just yeah. candidly switching it to the other right. side. I'm see, right. I see all of this stuff. And it's, it's, exactly. you know, it's offensive to me. You know, it it's, really is. It's like no matter what you look like on the outside, you're still a black man and you still right. pose a threat to me. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, look at it. Look, look at how many black celebrities, you know, or black people with money have gone into certain environments and whatnot. And because this individual didn't know who they were, they just automatically assumed that they were a threat. Yeah. Simply because, the, I mean, I think it was some time ago, Oprah Winfrey was at a shop in Paris somewhere and they refused to serve her. Wow. You know, so if, if Oprah yeah. The billionaire walks through life still receiving the effects of the negative stereotypes for being black. How do you think that makes us feel? What what type of position do you think that puts us in as regular average Joe, you know, nine to five workers every day? Yeah, absolutely. So, it's it's not easy. And like I said, once again, I don't want to make this a black thing, a black thing, but it's right. it's it's a big it's a big issue for us right. you know right. who has a bigger issue than us as far as negative stereotypes exactly you know and exactly. in, in the world in the right. world you know so that's that's a big thing you know hopefully uh, if we do a part two to this maybe i can bring uh, some other individuals on of different nationalities right. and give their perspective on us and themselves and all of that stuff but um, exactly and i would love to have that I, in fact right. anybody that's listening right now that's of any any other um uh background right uh, <laughs> holla at me send an email leave a comment uh if you want to come on the show you are more than welcome if you have some sort of input on this episode i would love to have you here right you um, we can do a round table discussion because I, I, I would love to hear that i would love to hear the perspective of an asian of a uh, a latin american uh whatever whatever your background polish ukraine Wherever you come from, give your your insight. Um, right. But yeah, so let's get down. So yeah, I mentioned that. I wrote down also I'm checking my notes here, folks, <laughs> for those that that's listening and not watching. I'm checking my notes. Um, but I just wrote it's it's fair to say that most stereotypes are true for at least 75% of the population in question. Is is that a fair analysis 
Um, I, I, honestly, I think it's a case by case scenario. I mean, you got to first assess what the stereotype is and and who is it driven towards. I mean, for for the number to be seventy five percent true on any stereotype, I mean, I would find that hard to believe because you know you could be saying that seventy five percent of kids don't go to college or seventy five percent of kids drop out of college or whatever. So I I, I don't think 75% is a fair assessment. Yeah. And that's just me throwing something out there. That was not researched at, right, at all. Right. That was me throwing something out there. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I, I wrote down a bunch of different groups from mm-hmm. uh, uh, gays, Latinos, blacks, whites, Asian, Republicans, Democrats, Baptist, right. Christian, Muslim, Boy Scouts, <laughs> gymnasts, you know, right. When you got any group of, of individuals, you know, there's a lot of similarities there. You know, is it exactly. is it fair to say that the majority of them are this way? That would once again, I think it just boils down to us sort of talking and, right. and getting to know each other and, and not Absolutely. assuming. Because it, it yeah. seems like when people meet you, they want to put you in a box. And it seems like what that that young lady was doing that you was talking to, she could put you in a good man box. Right. So she tried to put exactly. you in there. He must be gay box because exactly there's no single man out here with no kids, a good job, a house, nice car, look good. Uh, you know, all of this, like, come right. on now. It's something yeah, wrong with something, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something not right, man. And, and believe it or not, man, honestly, because of the stereotypes and, be, and because of, you know, the environments that we come from and everything, it actually makes people uncomfortable because you don't fit the the prototypical mold of the, the 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 environment or the role that they put you in it, you know it makes them feel better or more comfortable for them to say typical yeah. or it doesn't surprise me but yeah. then when you come out of left field and surprise them like well i don't have any kids like whoa yeah. there's not too many men over the age of 30 35 without at least one Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's not too many, you know, and it's the proven fact that women often go to college more than men. Yeah. So to come across men who've actually gone to college, that's kind of like, oh, I'm not used to this. You know, most men, you know, they've gone to the military or they've gone to some sort of trade school or something like that. So to find a person who's actually gone to college, like I say, when, when you come across something that you're unfamiliar with, or not used to, it kind of makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I think that goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Do you, do you feel like that's intimidating for a, a woman that may have a little bit of baggage to, for you to approach her or her to approach you and, you know, you come out with <laughs> who you are and all that stuff. And it's like, well, damn, I ain't got, I ain't got no one up on this guy. Like, well, is that, is that intimidating? It it can be. I think it's intimidating for people who are weak, who don't necessarily, you know, oh, yeah. know who they are or know where they stand. You know, I mean, I feel like, you know, if I come across a person who does have one up on me, as he said, teach me the game, ghost. You know, yeah. I'm 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 not gonna hate on you. I'm not gonna try to down you because of where you've earned the right to be. I mean, you did what you had to do to put yourself in that position. So if anything, I'm going to, as you say, give you your flowers and try to learn from you and try to get up on that level with you rather than to try to tear you down because 
you know, I'm intimidated by you or something like that. So I, I think it can be intimidating, but only for people who really don't know where they're at and what they have to offer. Man, I think you hit that right on the head. Like, I, I promise you, like, yeah, that part, that yeah. part right there. That's something that, you know, and I'll share a little bit of of my experience. I don't I don't do this part much. I, I share a lot of the past, but not the right. recent present. But I'll give you a little bit, a <laughs> little nose, <laughs> little nosy mama. <laughs> um, recently, just just being out in the dating world. I realized, and this comes from having a conversation with somebody that was open enough to at least give me a little bit of feedback. Right. And it made sense. Um, But there's been a couple of situations where I was feeling somebody and it was like the whole, the vibe was going and it just kind of went south. Mm -hmm. And, And I don't have like a college background. I don't have a lot. I mean, I'm not downplaying myself, but I don't have like all these fantastic things about me. Right. I don't think to to intimidate anybody. Right. Uh, But the fact that spiritually, I feel like I'm really diving in and I'm loving that Um, as far as emotionally, Mm -hmm. very, very much so healing and still in the process of healing, but very much so healed from a lot of my past trauma. Right. Um, Very open with communication is like all of these stereotypes that most men in general, this is all of us across the board, you know, right. Um, you know, men don't communicate well, that's, that's exactly. like our, our biggest thing, you know? Right. And, um, when you got a, mo- a person, a man that's emotionally available and on all of these things that we are typically accused of not being or having, when you have a right. man that, that has all of that stuff, I feel like that could be intimidating to some women and without saying it, I was told that. And that was something I never really thought about. And I couldn't figure out like what the hell is going looking at myself in the mirror. Like, what am I, what am I putting off that? Exactly. You know, one minute it's cool. And the next minute it's it's dead. You know, it's so, it's so confusing because ultimately isn't that what, you know, most women are asking for. They they want a guy who's able to communicate and, you know, express himself, you know, and, and, and once they get that guy, it's like, well, man, I wasn't expecting to get this kind of guy, but it's it's what you wanted. I mean, what you wanted. it actually is what you envision having to make your relationship healthier or make your relationship exactly what you want it to be. Now you got, and it's like, well, man, I'm not, I don't think I can handle this. Yeah. I was having a conversation last night and I I would I'll be completely honest and say my my first my first two girlfriends I was mm-hmm. I was the good guy. When I first right. started dating off, right. my mom groomed me to be the good guy. Just a good person in general. Absolutely. And I was a good guy. I will give myself right. that and I got right. fucked over both Man. times. You know what I mean? Finish last. Finish last. Finish last. Yeah. Definitely finish last. So just to go back to what you just said, like, this is what you wanted. You wanted a good guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Right. You wanted a good guy and you got that good guy and you fucked them over. Right. You know what I mean? 
So that that could be a whole nother topic right there because we can Man, go in. Really is. <laughs> <laughs> we can go in on that one. Man, you get you might actually get a whole bunch of dudes lined up like, Man, like, I need to get in on like, this. Like, yeah. <laughs> the good guy club. Man, <laughs> like, yeah, man. We we put put it out there, man. <laughs> yeah, but that it I mean, honestly, it 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 turned me the opposite. I turned into a straight asshole after that you know yeah that's what it right. that's what it does and you know it is what it is and that's that's not a a healthy way of reacting it's an emotional way but that's that's how right. i was you know being young yeah, exactly right but it's it's a lot to it man like i said this is no easy topic talking about stereotypes uh, but it's everywhere it's in so many different yeah. places outside of races it's in a lot of different little pockets exactly of life exactly and i mean and unfortunately it it has such an impact in so many different aspects of life and the world it, it's like a domino effect i mean this this one stereotype could trigger so many other stereotypes that just becomes a domino effect and now we all walking through life you know side eye each other because of basically a rumor i mean essentially yeah. that's what a stereotype is it's a rumor yeah. about someone that it's not fact driven i mean you can't prove this so we're basically you know treating each other a certain way off of rumors that we've heard about each other yeah absolutely one thing that i notice uh, that plays a huge part to me and it, this could kind of go in, in a, a very interesting direction also so i'll just say uh a little bit of it is like when i was saying earlier it's a little bit of society in general and i gave this right. analogy uh when i was talking about msg and a, a mm -hmm. couple episodes ago or this was a while ago right. there's a little bit of that in everything so at the end of the right. day if you're consuming uh foods that have monosodium glutamate in it right. there's a little bit in here a little bit. at the end of the day you have a, a lot in you exactly so if there's a little bit of stereotype, a little bit of, you know, something right. that's being fed to you and everything from commercials to, you know, exactly. whatever, then at the end of the day, you have a lot of it. If I do something to you behind your back to intentionally get you in trouble, I just blackmailed you. Right. I just blackmailed you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if I'm an outcast from my family, and right. you know I, i'm just doing my own thing or whatever and they don't really fuck with me i'm the black right. sheep of the family exactly you know the black sheep so we can go on and on about that but there's right. a little bit of black is bad in every damn thing you know I mean, black friday black I mean, friday <laughs> <laughs> i mean just think about it you know we, we've just entered the month of november and you're already hearing black friday black 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 it's like wow man i never knew that a color could have so much negativity, so much darkness associated with it. Open the doors, people fighting and getting stomped out. <laughs> right, you know. Like, I mean, it's a riot, man. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Red Friday because all the blood shed for a flat screen TV that you're trying to get. <laughs> Absolutely, folks. For, for those of you that think Black Friday is a good thing and watch the videos the day after, damn it. <laughs> like, man. I'm trying to tell you, boy, you would have thought, man, it was a riot or a tidal wave was coming or something. 
I used to work at Target, man. I've never in my life seen two grandmas throw blows, dude. Like wow. See, that, that's why I can't work retail. Man, it's, 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 man, it's a war, man. Yep, in the toy aisle. I saw square up. Yeah. I'm like, Granny, what you know? I'm squaring up. Hey, look, let me go get this air fryer and pop some popcorn real quick and come get a good view of this. Exactly. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. But we can, you know, we can go on and on about that. And it's it's, you know, that's that's just what it is. So a black cloud following me. Yeah, I got a, a black cloud or a dark cloud. It's, it's, yeah. you know, people don't really look at it, but it's just, we are, we are looked at in that way. Um, hopefully you can never walk in, in a, like I said, it's not about black, but that's specifically what I'm talking about right now. You can never walk in a black man's shoes, but you can sit down and imagine and, and take a look, like really open your eyes and really talk to your, to your black friends about, their issues right. you know right um it's a lot it's a lot just walking outside you know right it really is it really is i mean in all fairness though like i had a gentleman who's um a part of a cigar group that i'm in and you know we we kind of connected outside the cigar group just just you know with cigars and everything and he's actually um a minister as well too and we kind of got off the top of the cigars and you know and he actually opened himself up and wanting to know the experience of a black man yeah and that actually kind of caught me off guard and it was like man you know what because i've never experienced something like that of him wanting to know you know especially after the whole george george floyd situation took place and everything to where you can see the the impact it had on the world you know, and, and I was like, man, it, it kind of humbled me, man. It kind of made me feel a certain type of way that, you know, here it is, a white man. And believe it or not, this guy's uh, from West Virginia, Wow. you know, yeah. who, who wanted to open himself up to truly understanding because, and I'm, I'm pretty sure his drive was the stereotypes he's heard yeah. about black people and about black men or, or just stereotypes that he's probably heard in general. And I guess he felt like, well, you know what, this is an opportunity to open myself up, open my mind up to someone else's experiences in life. Because, you know, I sit and talk with my girl about this all the time. And, you know, I tell her, I wish you could be a black man for a year. Yeah. Just just to see. And I'm not saying that black women don't have their fair share of issues. I'm, I'm sure, you know, women of other races have their share of issues and social demographics and everything. But you know what? I just I just sometimes wish that people could be a black man for a year. A, just, ve- just a, see. a very underrated movie was years ago. I, I, I can't remember how old I was. White Man's Burden. I want to say it was. Um, I want to say it was. Oh, I can see his face. I can't say his name. I can see his face. Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. uh, John Travolta. Ah. I want to say it was John Travolta. And, and to say that name and not even know the movie, that's how like downplayed it. It, it wasn't right. the best movie, but that's what it was essentially about, you know, um, right. being able to, to to live that role. And please go out and check that movie out. If y'all, if y'all haven't seen that movie, White Man's Burden, I believe it starred uh, John Travolta. It was a long time ago. I had the VHS tape probably right. still do somewhere. <laughs> um, but go check that movie out. It it gives that perspective. But once again, when, when somebody puts that out there, it's not even, you know, 
really looked right. at or paid attention to. Right. Man. Yeah, I had I I got just so many different things I want to say. I'm losing a couple of topics <laughs> in a mix. And right. I don't I don't want to stretch this episode out too long, but right. I, I truly, truly appreciate you coming on and discussing this. Oh, no doubt. Very interesting topic. Yeah. And you will be back, right? Uh most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, you know, we we sat and chopped it up many moons out there, you know. So I mean and, you like me, you know, your mind is all over the place. It's always running. It's always, you know, entertaining a whole bunch of stuff, man. And I mean, the crazy part about it is you don't have that luxury of sitting and being able to talk to any and everybody about, you know, things that go through your mind because not everybody is on that level to understand and comprehend. Yeah, absolutely. Un- unfortunately. Shout out to, to shout out to West Virginia. I, I saw a couple downloads. There's a couple downloads that surprised me of this podcast, and there was a few in West Virginia. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, because somebody could, you know, being in Chicago, being in a major metropolitan city, people, you know, that, again, that's that man, West Virginia. There's like, a, a huge stereotype for West Virginia. Right, shout right, out to you y'all. Know, exactly. I mean, the average person probably. I mean. I, stereotype but the average person probably don't know what the capital of west virginia is or probably couldn't name like one metropolitan part of west virginia you know so yeah. it, it, that's an unfortunate stereotype <laughs> it is definitely when I, I worked in uh virginia northern virginia for uh two years mm-hmm. and that was the ongoing joke from the locals uh right. when they want to talk about each other like where are you from west virginia you know, and at first I didn't get it or whatever, and I started to kind of okay, right? You know, almost like yeah, one of us saying, sense yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, one time we went to the uh, we went to the casino there, and I'll be honest, I was a little bit nervous driving through West Virginia. <laughs> I'll be one hundred percent honest. Yeah, I was nervous. I was praying to God my car didn't break down. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Don't don't let the sunlight catch you. <laughs> it was dust dark too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had like a '86 Nissan something that worked only on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> right? Like, do man, not break yeah, down. <laughs> we don't need them issues, these problems right now. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't know why I didn't ride with my coworkers. I think we went right after work. Right, and, uh, right, yeah, yeah. But shout out to my people in West Virginia. Yeah, it's, man. it's, it's all love. But that's cool. Yeah, that's no cool. I'm glad that he. Uh, you know, I know some people personally that would have took offense to that. That would right. that would have took offense to him asking that. And um, we got to get away from that, y'all. Like, how could we actually get to know each other without sitting down and right. having these type of conversations? And I mean, that that's it in a nutshell. You can't get offended by someone wanting to get to know you yeah i mean that's 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 the least you can do is give them that opportunity to get to know you to have a better understanding because like you say at the end of the day as different as we may come across we're similar in so many ways so many ways we we all have you know similar struggles and disadvantages and whatnot but the only way we'll be able to truly know that and understand that is if we actually take the opportunity to get to know our fellow man or woman. Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, if we do a part two to this episode, maybe not the same name, but definitely the same vibe, then I would love right. to have a diverse group of guys and 
I mean, a woman and especially guys, like, cause we, you know, that, that would be dope. So I'm going to work on that, you know, hopefully somebody, please do, please do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to close this out, man. Um, I I have to give you your flowers, man. So (laughs) this gentleman is, is a really dope person, really cool, really humble. Um, got a really dope crib and, uh, (laughs) Invited me out to the house. He had like a, a like a, a game night going on. This was uh, years ago when he first got the crib. And, you know, a bunch of guys came over. Some I knew, some I didn't, whatever. Just a really good sort of vibe. Right. Like I said, just show me, show me around, show me his collections. And it was really, really dope, man. So. Hey, this- man, I'm just trying to inspire people, man. You know, people inspired me, so I'm just simply returning the favor, trying to inspire others. That's all. You definitely do, man. Here's your flower. I'm giving you your flowers right now for being a real dude. So, so like out the box of a of a stereotype of a black man. Right. The exterior, yeah, you know, he's, right. he's a big dude. He's intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise you, you get to know him, you know, you'll, you'll see that it was definitely worth the effort. You know, I greatly appreciate it, man. You keep doing what you're doing, man. And I'm definitely going to support because you're definitely making a uh, making a difference and you're putting a positive vibe out there. And you're definitely changing the narrative about what a lot of people walk through life carrying these days. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate those words, man. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see Ray. He is opening up. He's he's uh, uh, retired his boom boom room, but he's gonna open right. it up for a limited time. Now, uh, <laughs> shout out to Ray. Uh, he, he will be back soon. Send your fan mail to uh, Daylight and Moonshine at Gmail. I don't want his his girl to get mad at me. You know, <laughs> send, send nah, that fan mail here. Okay. But thanks for another episode. Once again, this is episode thirty four stereotypes um if you are listening to this on a traditional podcast and you prefer to watch it then you can watch it on rumble.com slash user slash the damn podcast the damn podcast what the hell's wrong my what's wrong my speech today what's going on um and also there's a youtube channel youtube has 20 episode 20 and up uh rumble.com has all episodes and uh, we're going to try to get all of the episodes uploaded on YouTube pretty soon here, hopefully. Um, some legality things. I got to make sure I don't step on my own toes with that. But if you want to see all the videos, it's on rumble.com slash user slash the damn podcast. And you can always find it on any platform that streams podcasts by searching Daylight and Moonshine or the damn podcast, D-A-M. And just like that, hopefully you'll join us for another episode. This is episode 34. And until next time, we love y'all and we out.